Support for 100 Watts and a Wire is brought to you by 100wattsandawire.com. To subscribe to the show, simply click the RSS feed found under each episode. While you're there, apply for your free 100 Watts ID and learn how you can help make 100 Watts and a Wire listener-supported. Click the Donate page and pick the option that works best for you. That's 100wattsandawire.com. And ICOM. Ring in the holidays with D-Star. Looking for the perfect gift to put under the tree this holiday season? Check out ICOM's line of D-Star radios. ICOM offers a variety of high-performance and innovative products. Stay connected around the world with ICOM's D-Star radios. And PowerFilm Solar. PowerFilm manufactures durable, lightweight, rollable, and foldable solar panels that will take your ham radio setup to the next level, making it more portable than ever before. Visit PowerFilmSolar.com for more information. And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Welcome to 100 Watts and a Wire. I'm Christian. The call sign is Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. And you know what? I never buy into the fact that October really does slide us in to the holiday season. Frankly, I never cared much for Halloween. I never liked scary movies. Scary movies didn't bother me as much as sort of the uh, psychological uh, thrillers or killers and all that sort of stuff. Nah, not. And growing up, you know, as a kid, that's when sort of Hollywood was crafting these scary movies that scare the bejesus out of you. Chainsaws and mental mind Fs and all this sort of thing happening. It wasn't my bag, man. So, you know, Thanksgiving really does launch the beginning of the holiday season for me. But a, you know, a little bit of a confession, well, maybe a couple of confessions. I did listen to a little bit of Christmas music. Oh, look, Thanksgiving becomes the official marker. It's almost a rule in this house that we're going to wait to play the Christmas records until Thanksgiving, maybe even the day after Thanksgiving which is the huge marketing day called Black Friday. Then we drop some needles on the vinyl and bring out old Gene Autry and bring out everybody else, the carpenters. Bring everybody in here. We're doing Christmas right. But anyway, look, right last week, last Thursday, I mean, here we are a week before Thanksgiving, And there's Christmas music on the radio. Some start even earlier. And I'm punching buttons, you know, because, you know, there's some tune-out factors. Just like the ham radio podcasting world, this media we live in where there's so many shows. Tune-out factors. Bloop. There's many of them. Mm Mm-mm. Bloop. Content. What are you saying? Bloop. Yep. Yep. Just talking about yourself. Bloop. I'm out. Oh, two hours long. Bloop. Forget it. Tune-out factors. It's like this in broadcast radio as well, for me and many others. It's proven. It's called ratings. Oh, well, Christmas is a big ratings giver. This show, I should just turn it over now to Christmas music. 
if it wasn't so complicated with the rights to play the music, etc. Anyhow, last Thursday, I'm going to pick my daughter up. And I turn around the dial like I do here on the amateur side of things, and here we go. Caught my ear, Karen Carpenter. And what are you going to do? What, you, you are trapped. You're, it's Karen Carpenter. You can't turn Karen Carpenter off. I'm sorry. Maybe some of their greatest hits type stuff, but not Karen Carpenter doing Christmas stuff. You're a fool if you turn off Karen Carpenter singing a Christmas song. Even if it's Jingle Bells, which I, yeah, they did. I think they did the Jingle Bells. But, you know, Karen Carpenter's voice to me is like an angel. She was a GD angel on earth. And the Christmas records, the Christmas music, it hits me right in my soul. It just grabs my soul. And in the short game, I can't turn it off. So I did listen to Christmas music about a week ago. And then my daughter jumps in the car. And then, you know, she hears it and she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And she's super excited about it because it's, it's Christmas music. Daddy is actually playing Christmas music in the car. We're not supposed to do this until like after Thanksgiving or on Thanksgiving. And I'm like, baby, it is Karen Carpenter singing Christmas music. I can't do it. I'm not wired to turn her off like that. Just a little confession. But Thanksgiving week for me really does usher in the holiday season. I've never been much on Halloween. And, you know, that's kind of the end of the month thing. And the next thing you know, it's Christmas. It blows up in front of you. It's in all the stores. Everybody's talking about it. Commercially, Thanksgiving is sort of the mental marker because you start to see family rolling in. People are traveling to be with you. It's great. It's great. So happy Thanksgiving to everyone listening here. And we will try to keep this focused of this week so you can be with your family. Or if you're traveling, it may be a good week to have about 35, 40 minutes Uh, In your ear, if you're stuck in an airport on a train or just driving along in your car, uh, we're happy to accompany you on your travels. Looking a little bit with an eye toward Puerto Rico, this is sort of the elephant in the room conversation. Some ham radio media outlets are still trying to talk about it a little bit. Some are not. You know, I'm right in the middle. I'm neutral here, just trying to look for some of the answers, but I won't turn away and move on to the next thing. I'm very curious about this. I know there will be books that come out from the ARRL at some point with photographs and discussion, I hope. We talk about these things not as a way to bash the league. I'm not interested in that. I am a member of the ARRL. And just renewed last month as everything was going on. So I'm not a ARRL basher in that way. I, I do ask a lot of questions and have invited folks from the League, the Red Cross, FEMA, etc. To come talk about it. And a couple have. A couple have uh, reached out. We've talked about it privately. 
just to beef up the educational side for me. I've mentioned it on the on the show before. I've got four FEMA certifications. That's paper. No practical experience and should not have been selected, even if I submitted an application. Doesn't matter what the motive would be. I don't think cutting my teeth and getting my experience in Puerto Rico would have been a good idea for me. Taking a camera and a microphone in there, probably better. Mm, that would have been good. That's almost like the one that got away, but it's still going on. And who knows? I'm watching it from afar. I've got one eye on Puerto Rico, and I refuse to turn it away or just to accept one particular narrative. But there are some news stories coming out of Puerto Rico. The latest was sent to me last night by a listener and a big MCOM guy. Um, You may or may not know him. Gonna keep his name private. Doesn't doesn't really matter. He's I've never seen him on any of the shows or that sort of thing. He does what he does. Reminds me of the old school military guys. You know, quiet, whatever, straight shooter. Anyway, he sent me an article from the Associated Press yesterday, and he's become an eye for me. There's several people they send the stories and just oh, here's a Puerto Rico story and. Uh, Send it along. But Whitefish Energy Holdings Incorporated, according to the Associated Press, says it is halting work to help restore power in Puerto Rico because it has not been paid by the U.S. territory's government to the tune of $83 million. Puerto Rico Power Company told the Associated Press that both sides are in talks to reach an agreement that would satisfy everyone involved. But the dispute comes nearly a month after the administration canceled a $300 million contract with Whitefish. And uh, it is currently going a local and federal audit. So there you go. There's a, a new story coming out of there with Whitefish saying that's it. And they were making some progress there. I know they were, but it's so complicated, guys. It's so complicated. Here's something that's a U.S. territory, a United States territory with its own thick, complicated politics. And look for the people. Think about the people. Okay, what does this mean? What does this mean for the people of Puerto Rico? So it's something uh, we should keep an eye on. We'll try to keep an eye on it here with 100 watts and a wire. We're not there with boots on the ground. Uh, The people that went there for the league have come back. I'm sure there's some people going there with other organizations trying to help. There are stories out there, but it's complicated. It's political. You know, it's not the closest thing here. It's not on the mainland. But I feel for the people the amateur radio operators there, the families that are there, the people living there, the communities, the villages. What does it all mean at the human level? What does it mean? We see big money being tossed around. $83 million. That's a lot of cash. You start to talk about that stuff to build things up, and it's like, whoa, wait a minute. Now they're not, no, they're not paying me. We're not working. And, you know, what's the plan for the people? That's what I'm thinking about. Some things to talk about. Uh, We'll take a break here. We'll come back and discuss some ham radio related stuff here stateside. 
And uh, we've got some upgrades. We've got to talk about the net. The net is making a comeback. We'll talk about that next on 100 Watts and a Wire. From the summit to the shack, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Unwrap ICOM's newest D-Star handheld this holiday season. Lightweight, compact, and tough, the new ID31A Plus is a great choice for any shack or those in harsh environments. Now compact and user-friendly, the ID4100A is the gift any ham would love. It's a D-Star mobile with big rig features. Its intuitive interface, variety of operating modes, and Bluetooth compatibility make this the preferred D-Star option for those on the go. And the ID5100A has taken innovation and mobility to the next level. With its touchscreen and internal GPS, this radio is a must-have while assessing a situation. Visit icomamerica.com amateur for more information on all ICOM radios. It's Christian. Kilo zero sweeter than honey. Girl. Well, the big sweepstakes weekend happened, and man, I've got to say, it must have been a success, because as a a guy who uses contesting as a different tool, there were stations up and down the dial. I mean, everywhere, man. 0.25 and 5.0 and in between, you know, like they were everywhere. And I get a little ear fatigue. I love to listen to the contesters work. And I find myself listening for several minutes to like one station. I think it can help you grow. You know, you listen to these guys operate. You listen to when they're running a recording and then they pop back out of it real quick. The, you know, you can hear some good techniques and learn some things. I'm not a contester, not against it either. I use contesting in a different way. I use it to test my antennas. You could work all states. You listen to who's calling. You can find out where they are, what you know, zone they're in, and try to work them. But I use contesting for different reasons, and it's usually to see what my antenna is doing at what power, that kind of deal. But if you participated, I got to tell you, you guys were out there in full force. It got to the point where I listened so much in the evening, I was like, I can't take another all-frequency garbled sound in my ears, just ear fatigue. And I was like, no, I'm retreating to 160. I'm out of here. And this is sort of showtime for 160. Man, I, and you know, it just seemed like it was the place for me to be. I just, I longed for the conversation on 160, just to hear one, because it was so busy. So I hope you won the contest. I don't know how it all works. Who wins? I guess there's different sort of things and point systems there, but I never caught the exchange and I felt, mm, let's not clog up the system. There's a part of contesting that makes me a little nervous, and it's not about the operating. It's about I'm not moving fast enough for these guys. You know, they are banging it out, and the ladies too. When I say guys, it's just, you know, generally people. These people, see, then that doesn't sound right. There are some contesters out there with amazing fast. They move so fast. They talk fast. They operate fast. And I feel like if I jump in there, I'm going to slow them down. Meanwhile, they're fishing for me. 
They're like, come on, nibble, 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 bite. And I just didn't take the bait this time around. And I don't know if you're like me in that way, but I feel like they're moving so fast that I'm going to I'm gonna be slow on the thing and I'm going to hold them up. I kind of get that feeling about it. And I know I should jump in there when you know the exchange. I don't think you should get in there if you don't know what you're doing with the exchange. You got to give them the information they want. Let them move on. They're in a contest. They're not here to teach you. That said, many of the station I heard who would slow down these contesters, the contesters took their time to actually help them through it. And that could be, you know, a couple different things. One is they want to make this contact. One is the heart of a true ham radio operator is to Elmer and to mentor people along. And the third and probably the practical side of it is, is they've already started entering you into the log. It's it's better to actually finish up this QSO, this conversation and this contact, and then move on. But I very rarely hear anybody, and it's been a long time since, someone like me comes along, clogs up the system on a contest by not knowing what they're doing. I hear them, though, but I don't hear the reaction where the people are like, oh, for God's sakes, man. Can't you see we're in a contest? Just move on. Negative contact and move on. They seem to help these people out, and they're very patient because some people stumble into the contest, and they're in this QSO, and next thing you know, they're like, how's my radio sounding to you there? I'm uh, I'm running a Yesu uh, with the ICOM thingy-majobber. And a beam with the the elements and the, and the contesters. You can feel the contester. Uh, you know that's what you feel for them. It's like oh no. And they'll come back every time and they'll give them a little bit of a little bit of love and some guidance. Get them through the QSO. Tell them what they want to hear. If it's a signal report, very calm and patient. That's another fun and fascinating thing about these contests. I need to get over the fact that I feel like I'm slowing them down. But it could be intimidating. You know, you hear the recordings. They're real fast. You can tell when the recording pops in. The call sign, sweepstakes, SS, K0SEHSS. You know, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't be the carnival barker. Can't be the auctioneer. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. So I took my horse and boom, 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 boom. And I went off to 160 and listened to the boys up there. It it just worked for me, but busy weekend indeed. Now, yeah, I promised to talk to you a little bit about the net. There has been a lot of, and I feel when the weather changes, things start to get a little colder, I start to feel people come in and they'll say, Hey, look, uh, see, child, what about the net, man? When you used to do the net, that was cool. Remember that time when you did the net? Yes, sir, I do remember that. And I remember why I stopped that net. And it had to do with consistency. I wanted to be a little more consistent. It's in my nature. It's in my wiring as a producer and a broadcaster, whatever, documentary, whatever, too many labels. But in my makeup is consistency you know if you're going to start something and get in there and kind of do it i'm looking for sustainability in the net and we had amazing nets 
One night, we just decided to take as many calls as we could before the ban went away. And it was like 230-something. It was great, man. We just banged it out. And when I say we, uh, it was me, K0STH. It was Steve, W7UDI, and Katie, WY7YL. And we just ran it, man. We just ran it. And I was running 100 watts in a wire with the Drake TR7. The old girl would drift, but I had power around me. I had people with towers and power. And that wasn't a traditional net. It was just, let's get it. Like the band shifting and changing. Let's see how, let's see what we can do. And these guys, great ears, strong ops. And we just bang, 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 bang. It was a lot of fun. Then we'd have times where I'd sit and I'd open it up. We'd take five calls at a time. And I'd go back to them. And I'd say, hello, and how are you? And we would talk a little bit. And maybe I spent a little too much time because I felt like the next batch of five were waiting too long. I was always looking for that balance and consistency. The holidays would come. You couldn't get relays. You couldn't get, a, you know, it was, it, it got harder. It got harder to do. I admire the long-term nets that you hear on the radio. But what seems to work best is multiple net control operators. And so last week I put the call out there to say, look, if you're interested in this and you have some experience or maybe uh, just, just some experience is okay, maybe this won't be a traditional net so directed, you know, it's not an emergency net. But if you have interest in that and you'd like to be a net control operator for the 100 watts in a wire net to drop me a line and there were some responses. So we're putting together the first rotation. What we're going to do is we're going to try to rotate. And some of the names that we're interested are, are people that you have heard of, worked in the air, and have been around in the community. If you'd like to add your name to the list, drop me a line. But we heard from Chris, Kilo Echo Zero, Hotel Golf Echo, Todd, N4USS. You hear Todd on a lot. He does a lot of the uh, gathering of the willings, especially on 80 meters. Ian. Whiskey One, Juliet, India Whiskey, Ron, November 5, Whiskey, Delta X-Ray. These guys are saying, look, when you're ready, let me know I'm in. And I think the rotation will help. We'll do one a week. The next week, you can serve as a net control operator when the, on the weeks when you're not net control. So we're going to mix it up a little bit. Uh, we're still liking the idea of 7 o'clock Central Time on 40 Meters. And uh, we'll see how it goes. I, I think we still have to have a couple of conversations. And I'd like to go even deeper than a four-operator rotation. Again, if you're interested, drop me a line. We'll put you on the list. And uh, we'll rotate you. You can, you can serve as a relay station. Get you involved. But we want this thing to be sustainable. And when I say we, I mean me. I don't really want to jump back into something just to jump back into it. The net was a great thing. It was a lot of fun, and I look forward to it. But with a young family uh, in obligations, it's hard to put it in the chair all the time with consistency. I get it. So now to take that burden, let's get a rotation going. We'll bring it back, 
and we'll get people on the air. That was a big part of 100 Watts and a Wire was getting that net up and going and getting some of the people who were listening to the show on the air. We had people with Mike Fright and I'd come on and they had a familiar voice and somebody to talk to. The net will return. I would look for it probably in the new year. I mean, the holidays are here. Everything is a blur. People are traveling. They're on vacations. You know, maybe we start 2018 fresh with a brand new net. That's the plan. I'm going to pause here, pump the brakes. When we come back, I've got something. I've got a chance for you to win something. Stick around. Give me 60 seconds. We'll come back and we'll talk about that next. Sweeping the spectrum. This is 100 watts and a wire. Ever wish you could take your setup anywhere and not have to worry about power? Powerfilm can help. Specializing in lightweight, easy-to-deploy solar panels, you'll be transmitting from almost anywhere in minutes. Offering foldable panels from 5 to 220 watts, Powerfilm is sure to have an ideal solution for you. You don't have to lug around that heavy and awkward crystalline panel again. Lighten your load and make remote setups easier. You worry about making contacts, leave the portable power to Powerfilm. To learn more, visit PowerFilmSolar.com or reach out on Facebook or Twitter. Negative copy on the Alpha Hotel. This is 100 watts and a wire. Really hard to believe it is Thanksgiving already. If I didn't say it before, enjoy your family. Enjoy your time together and enjoy that meal. Whatever it is, Thanksgiving sort of brings out that spirit. Again, it really is a mental marker. We're all good people all the time, right? Every day. But we've got our moods. I certainly do. Thanksgiving comes around and it sort of shifts us into this holiday spirit, I suppose. So I'm excited about it. I'm excited for the Santa net. What is that, 3916? Man, that was one of the frequencies I listened to all the time when I first started out because it reminded me the most of what radio sounded like, broadcast radio. They're doing trivia, they're doing it's different different sort of nets come on at different times. Hopefully I got that frequency right. I think it's 3916. And my daughter, a couple years ago, checked into the Santa Net. What a great service, a great group of people getting together and putting on the Santa Net. I believe it starts now on Thursday evening, and now my three-year-old is keen to, I want to talk. I want to talk to Santa. You know what my three-year-old wants the most this year? She wants a mug. She wants an elephant, a dancing elephant mug. So when she checks in with Santa, maybe this week or next, you know, She's kind of the talker. I don't think she's going to be shy. I'm going to dump a gallon right on Santa's net, and they're going to hear her say, I want a dancing elephant mug. Very, you know. So Santa, get on get on with it. Get busy with that. I've got a way for you to win something here. On the website, 100wattsandawire.com, I put on a new giveaways page. Doing a little research here for a friend. And, uh, you know, things are changing in business. People are changing, trying to, uh, especially the ham radio business. 
There's a lot of smaller companies, some ma and pa stuff. There are big commercial companies that are doing well, of course. But then the smaller ones, the smaller ones are who I would really like to help here with advertising, sharing this show um, with with their product or their service with our community. I think we could rise together in that way. So I do want to take care of the smaller companies as well. But, you know, they're... They're struggling to figure out ways uh, to do their business in an effective way for sustainability. Here's that word again. Anyway, this is really simple. It's a survey. A couple of questions at 100wattsandawire.com. Click the giveaways, and we'll have a random drawing. Uh, We're going to be looking for, this is show number 125. So the person who chimes in who happens to be the 100th, and 125th person to take the survey will win themselves a Radio Waves 40-meter double bazooka antenna. couple of simple questions here, and I'll put this also on social media. But as a consumer, how do you feel about manufacturers transitioning to putting the manuals exclusively online? So we've seen that with uh, MFJ. You buy a product with them, they'll give you a link uh, to log in, and then you can see the manual. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about manufacturers transitioning away from paper manuals? And if you think about it from a business standpoint, there's cost in printing, there's probably weight in the manuals, etc. Answer that. Let us know how you feel about that. Now, if you're really into the printed manual... Are you willing to pay more for that printed manual? This is the core of business right here. This research right here may affect the way you purchase, the way we purchase from certain companies in the future. Two simple questions. Check them out at 100wattsandawire.com. Has everything to do with online manuals or printed manuals? Your feedback is appreciated. All right, friends, I'm going to make this my final. There are a couple of upgrades to mention this week. Again, while you're at the website, if you're studying and testing for your upgrades, you have prepared, you have studied, you will pass. But let us know when you do, and we'll celebrate you here on the show. David, November 5, Oscar Foxtrot Whiskey is a new amateur extra. Way to go, David. And Michael, Kilo 6 Golf Tango Echo. He's also a new extra. Congratulations. I know it feels tremendous. I want to leave you with a little piece of audio from the Brimbo Steelworks. There was a special event. Now, the Brimbo Steelworks really held up a village near Wrexham, Wales. I mean, and they got started way back when. It opened in the 1700s, the late 1700s, and shut down in 1990. It had 1,000-plus employees. And now there's a project, a heritage project, to sort of um, keep it there, to celebrate this Brimbo Steelworks. And they had terrible weather. I mean, they had 56 contacts on HF. And 20 others on different bands. They had a little bit of DX mixed in there with Boston and Greenland. But I want to share with you a little bit of audio they sent to me and uh, and an invitation to come there. 
I thought, oh, man, don't do this to me. You will, you will, I'll come to Wales. Don't, I'll come to Wales, do a special event. Check out some of the audio. GB1BSW, which is situated in the village of Brumbo, uh, which is about five miles from the town of uh, Wrexham in North East Wales in the UK. I'll give you a single report on the next over. Okay, thank you. Yeah, you're about five and five, a fifty-five, a five and five, send three, ciao, ciao. The Golf Zero station. Yeah, G Zero D R M. RM, G0DRM, GB1, BSW. Okay, you're 5877, name is David, Denmark, America, Victoria, Italy, Denmark, QSL. Yeah, where's your QTH, please? Please, your QTH. We are India Oscar, 83, London Bravo, about five miles from the town of Arrexham in northeast Wales, a little village called Abrumbo. Roger. All right, thank you so much for sharing that. Friends, have a great Thanksgiving. Travel safe. Enjoy your family. Take care of them and yourself. And by all means, if you can, please get on the air and let's have a gathering of the willing after you're all doped up on turkey. And please try and stay above the noise. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.